Hey mamas, and welcome to the Entering Motherhood podcast. This is your one-stop, go-to place for getting you from feeling drained, exhausted, and unfulfilled in motherhood to feeling more energized, organized, and accomplished. That's the vision I continue to navigate towards, and that's the vision we are sharing with you, focusing on holistic alternatives and restructuring your mind, body, and soul from the inside out. I'm your host, Sarah Marie Bilger, a wife, mom of two, mechanical engineer, VBAC mom, and doula, serving mamas through pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. If you're here for this, if you're as pumped up as I am and searching for that fire that you know is deep inside of you, then let's go. Let's uncover what it truly means to enter motherhood. You are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hey mamas, how are you? I am so excited to share this episode with you because our guest on the podcast today is Keisha Gitmary, and she has truly been such an inspiration to me along my podcasting journey and really building a business. And she just gives so many good pep talks and has so much energy. She has such a high vibe of energy and presence, and she really is so transparent in just focusing on this approach of come with me, let's do this together, let's figure this out together because she is doing it as well and she's very much in real-time perspective when giving her episodes and everything like that. So I am just truly honored to have her on the podcast and talk about her motherhood journey because this is kind of unique too. Most of the time I have guests come on who have already entered motherhood, who are looking back on their past experience and saying, you know, maybe some things that they learned along the way or some things that they changed or some things that might be different. And they're kind of guiding you along this journey from a perspective of they've already been there, done that. And Keisha is a first time mom, but she is also building this very large, successful business. And so we get to look at things from her perspective and see what that is like and what is going on. And she is just truly a light and truly just so fun to talk to and This episode is actually going to be two parts. So this is part one of the interview that I had with her because there was just so much good conversation that I didn't want to cut anything out. And I want to provide this for you to enjoy and listen to. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you get to catch the second part. If it's already available, if you're not listening to this in real time, go ahead and check that out and listen to that one whenever you get the time to. So let's get this conversation started. I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. And here we go, mamas. Hello, and welcome to Entering Motherhood. I am like trying to contain my energy right now, but I am just so excited to have you here and get this conversation started. So how about you go ahead and introduce yourself for the listeners? 
Yay, Sarah, I'm so pumped to be here. So for those of you that I don't know yet, my name is Keisha Get Mary, and I am the host of Empower Her Podcast. I do live events. I help podcasters launch and grow and do a lot of speaking and fun stuff. But I'm also, at the time that we're recording this, 28 and a half weeks pregnant with our first baby boy. He's coming November 3rd. And oh my gosh, I'm just really pumped to talk about all of these things with you, Sarah, because I feel as if... I'm like a very transparent person. Like when I started my brand and my business originally, it was with the intention of having it be this very like, come with me, let's figure out life together type of brand. And so because of that, I really value just like honest, raw conversations. So I'm excited to get into all of the juice. Um, But thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And I have listened to your podcast for such a long time. For those listening to this right now, if you do not know Empower Her podcast, Go over and listen to it and you can get all of that there. But I really want to highlight, like you said, like your journey right now going through pregnancy, because I think a lot of the times we're hearing advice from people that have been there and they're reflecting back on that journey. And while that's useful, it's also a whole different scenario compared to when you're literally going through it in that same season. And I think I try to tell people like, look, find somebody that's going through that same time of you right now, because I can say something, but I'm looking at it from a been there, done that perspective and finding somebody that is literally in that same exact season as you is going to be able to be so much more relatable. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to just hear, you know, like what you're feeling right now yeah, and what you're kind of excited about, what your fears are right now, yeah, like all that real time energy. Yeah. So it's interesting because we are so fortunate that we got pregnant on the first time that we tried. And I'm always hesitant to say that because I'm, I'm a very aware of people's like struggle with infertility or like everybody has different paths. But also I think it's hard to even believe that an alternative is possible. Cause I hadn't heard a lot of people, even my own girlfriends talk about getting pregnant right away. And I had done a lot of work like hormonally and things like that prior. Um, but when we got pregnant, I think it was like such an initial shock of pure excitement, but also like, Oh my gosh, this actually like worked. Like here we are pregnant because then initially you're going right into this, like countdown and both my husband and I have never changed a diaper in our lives. <laughs> and so like we're not well versed in any of that. And I have a lot of girlfriends that have had babies before, but I don't have a lot of women close to me that are also building large businesses that are navigating how do I show up with like a personal brand and business. And a lot of things that I do require me to physically show up to, to them. Like if I'm hosting a retreat or I'm getting paid to keynote at something, or I'm hosting an event. So early on in the pregnancy was a lot of like excitement. And then also a lot of like trying to think about how was this all going to work as I'm growing. Right. And as I'm like moving further through the pregnancy. So now sitting here, I'm at the beginning of my third trimester And what I feel like is so much gratitude because I've actually had a pretty easy, like knock on wood at this point, um, easy pregnancy. I felt kind of like narcoleptic the first trimester. The second trimester was pretty great and I haven't had a lot of complications. So I'm so, so grateful for that because I know the alternative. Um, and so now I'm at this stage where I'm at the time that we're recording this six weeks out from a major live event. And you know, I have this belief, Sarah, that you probably heard me say on the podcast like a bazillion times, but 
it's like, if something's not being represented the way you think it should, it's because you're supposed to be the representation. Mm -hmm. And I noticed like there weren't a lot of women. I go to tons of personal growth events and business events. And I had never seen a woman who was visibly pregnant speaking on a stage. So I had said to myself, like, I really wanted to host like a big live event. And at the time that I'm hosting the event that I'm hosting in September, I'm going to be 34 weeks pregnant. So I think there's like this combination of what I'm feeling in real time right now is like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. I'm so emotional. <laughs> um, and then at the same time, like, how is this all going to work? And there's trying to release the anxiety that comes up with the, the hows in general and just trusting that I'm just going to figure it out as I go. But also it's different with having a personal brand and a podcast and putting yourself out there that you're navigating other people's feedback and all of the quote unquote, just wait until da 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 or expect this. It's not very helpful when people say that when you're a first time mom to be like, oh, you think that you have, you're emotional now, just wait. Or you think that your hormones are crazy now, just wait. And it's like, eh, I'm going to just have my own experience. So truly it's like mostly gratitude, excitement, a lot of crying when I see like baby boys uh, or like dads with their kids. And then a little bit of anxiety of like how to handle it all. That's how I feel currently. <laughs> I love it. And you are so right. I think it's just also culturally, we don't know how to handle situations. We do say that, oh, you just wait or like, oh, this is going to happen or that because those are the same things that were told to us when we were yeah. going through it. And although maybe we were like, well, I don't like how they're saying that we don't have the language or we don't have the phrases to say that are different. So the only thing that we know is, oh, well, when I was going through it, somebody said this. And like, I mean, I guess that was what you're supposed to say. And yeah. so like, I try really hard to reflect back on what it was like going through it the first time. And I also try to understand that maybe I didn't like when somebody said that, but somebody else could find that really reassuring. Yeah. And so understanding that there's so many different perspectives and everybody's going to have like their own individual thing. And mm -hmm. I think with becoming a mom, it was also then doing that with my children yeah. And being able to have different language for things. And even from our first to our second, like there are things that we did with our first that I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. And like, <laughs> now with our second, I mean, like he doesn't know anything else. Yeah. And so it's such a learning journey and it's such an experience. And it's just something that like you really do have to go through and find your own version, vision, experience with. But yeah. it can be so overwhelming when like you're going through it and people are just like, oh yeah, like, you know, like just wait or this or that. And it's like, well, no. And like, I truly feel like you should be embracing it in the energy that you're in right now versus, mm -hmm. you know, like what might come sure. Yeah. Later, but like you are in it right now. I mean, like me having you on the podcast, I'm like freaking out, like super excited. <laughs> like this is such a highlight for me to have to go back and try to remember what it was like for that very first time. It's just, it's so fun to be in that. And I love seeing first time moms experience that excitement. And it's funny because I, so, you know, my husband and I live in Denver now and we used to live in the Seattle area. That's where we were born and raised. And when we left there, all of the girlfriends that I made, like close girlfriends since leaving Seattle in 2014, they were all entrepreneurs because I was looking for women that looked like the direction of where I was headed rather than just where I'd been. And a lot of my girlfriends that are up in Seattle, they had kids early 
earlier, they got married earlier, they work in corporate jobs or they're stay-at-home moms. So it's cool to have the contrast. But what's interesting is I always thought early on that I would have like close girlfriends next to me, like physically next to me, that we would be pregnant together and we would go to pregnant Pilates and we would just be like, oh, we're both pregnant. And what's so interesting that I'm loving and did not expect that I would love is of our friend group here in Denver, we are actually the first ones to have a baby like local to Denver, which means I get to have this experience where like, I'm not contrasting myself with anybody else in person. Because for example, if I'm feeling really great, which like I was saying, I feel pretty energetic. I feel pretty good most of the time. I haven't struggled with nausea or anything like that so far. Like nothing too weird is going on with my vagina. Like, you know, I'm doing good. (laughs) And so I'm like, it's crazy because I'm getting to have this experience first. And a lot of my girlfriends here are like, I'm so glad you're going first because you're making this feel like it could be really fun and really exciting. Like I could also build my business while I'm doing this. And it's fun to be in that situation rather than if I was going through this side by side with someone and maybe they were having a really tough pregnancy or they were really dealing with a lot that I would naturally be wanting to like downplay my excitement to make them feel comfortable or to make sure that they felt like empathy for me. But it's like, I kind of feel like I'm just getting to like live in my own bubble to a certain degree. But then when you take it out to social media and having a large podcast, everybody and their cousin wants to give you feedback, right? Of like, have you thought about this? You might be discluding people if you talk about how excited you are to be a mom. What about the women in your community that don't want to be moms? And I'm like, okay, I cannot be for everyone. And it's been this really interesting, like, fuel source that I've felt come in. That's like this, like mama bear energy. That's actually coming in right now. Cause I mean, even right now that we're talking, he's literally like having a dance party in my belly. I can feel him. Um, he's like, Hey mom. Um, (laughs) but like, it's giving me this fire. That's actually making me feel like I like the person that I am with this mama bear energy, because I'm recognizing even more than I already did before, how much I'm not going to be for everyone, how much people are not always going to understand my decisions, but like, I'm going to do what's best for me and for our family. And it feels feels good. It's almost like, it's not like I don't give an F what people think. I definitely care what people think, but it's just like, I feel like I'm stepping up into this next layer of confidence that I feel as if a lot of moms don't talk about when that like comes in. We're like, you know, even just this morning, I took my gestational diabetes test and they originally had offered me this like glucose drink that they give everyone. But I had asked, I looked up the ingredients and I didn't love the ingredients. Cause I'm like some like natural type of things. And I was like, can what else can I do? What are my alternatives? And that was one of those like first times with a doctor where I'm like, I'm not going to do what you said. I'm going to do what I want to do. And gosh, it's like very like empowering in this weird way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. So what did you end up doing then? So, um, so I asked for a natural alternative and they said they actually have a lot of women that are asking for things like that. So they recommended a brand called fresh test. So it's like organic, like lemon cane sugar. It still has all the sugar to do the right type of, um, diabetes test spike your glucose. Um, but you just buy it and, you know, bring it in, stir it in with water. So I did that this morning and I, I like even doing it, I was like, I am not the type of person who's going to feel bad. Like I'm being, quote unquote, difficult or annoying, but there are a lot of women, I'm sure even women listening into this podcast right now that like, we have this narrative that we've adopted of like, be a good girl or like cater to everyone or don't ruffle feathers. Or, you know, we've got these underlying people pleasing tendencies that we're not even willing to ask our doctors or, Mm -hmm. you know, stand up to someone who says that you're not parenting the right way, or you're not doing pregnancy the right way, or you're not sharing whatever you should be sharing. And I'm like, nope, don't have time for it. 
And I've been like that before, but pregnancy has cranked the volume up on that times like a bazillion. I love it. I will say like your most recent episodes, I have been loving so much more because I do feel that extra fire and that extra energy and it is really pulling through. And you have a way though of relating what you're going through with this mama bear energy, with everything that's going on and putting it to business, putting it to life, putting it to real events that anybody and everybody could be feeling. And I think that's such a unique gift to have that you're able to in real time, like take what you're doing and put it in a way that we can learn from it and go from there and really embody that. Yeah. So it's, it's really cool to see like as a mom, like seeing you go through it and to be able to do that right now, because it's something that I did not do when I was first entering motherhood. It was something that I was not capable of. I wasn't ready to push back with the doctors, even if I felt you know, like something was off because I was very much like, well, they're the authority figure. They're the one in charge. They're the one that knows best. So who am I to say like, well, I feel differently about this, or I'm not sure about that. And it's still something that I'm growing into and getting better with. But Mm -hmm. to see somebody who's like a first time mom, like really be able to embody that is just so cool because that's what I try to give to people. And I try to like, let them know, like, look, they might be the doctor, but you know, your body best, you know, what you're feeling best and you know, what's right for you. So like they're working for you. Yeah. (laughs) And I think being able to understand that, um, really takes a lot because in our culture, like in the United States, like that's not the message that we're kind of portrayed. And so like, until you start asking questions, getting curious, really diving into that and questioning, you know, why are they telling me to drink this drink? Or what is the real reason behind this? Or why do I have to have cervical exams? Like really kind of going through that process and questioning it rather than just accepting it, I think is just, it's such a different way of looking at it. Yeah. So it's it, awesome it, to see that you're doing that. <laughs> thank you. Well, it's really interesting too, because it's also exposing me to, and this is something that I don't talk about on my show, but in this capacity, it makes a lot of sense is like, I didn't realize until getting pregnant, how naive I was to how much you change when you're pregnant, let alone. And I'll say, I'm sure I'm going to say the same thing times a million when I'm actually a parent, but like, For example, I was talking with a woman that asked me to speak, like to do a keynote at her event. And she was like, when is your baby due? And I said, November 3rd. So like, obviously I have no idea when he could come. Like the latest he could come, they said would be like two weeks after. And she was like, so do you think that you would be able to keynote something at the end of November? And I was like, absolutely not. (laughs) Like what? You know, and I, but it's funny because like when your brain, and she's not a mom and she's not pregnant or anything. So her asking was from this lens of like, I'm looking at a calendar. So this is the date that you have something. Could you do it on this date? But I'm recognizing like how much I'm wanting to even give myself more space to like, see how I feel rather than making a commitment that like a future version of me might not want to commit to, Mm -hmm. which is something that I've never done before in my entire life where like I'm catching myself saying no to some things literally because I just don't want to commit 
Cause what if I don't want to do it then the November one, obviously that doesn't even make sense from like my body (laughs) perspective, but even things that are in like December or January that I think an old version of me would be like, Oh, I need to take advantage of this opportunity. But I think I would be missing out on an opportunity of getting to like heal and be present with a baby. And I want to give myself that choice too. So it's really changing the way that I'm even like thinking about my schedule. And it's making me realize like how much I really didn't understand it because if I were to be talking to someone prior to getting pregnant, I just didn't understand what I didn't know what I don't know. And now that I'm in it, I'm like, I am so different than I was before I got pregnant. And I'm like, I'm more compassionate and I feel like I'm more understanding, but I'm also more ruthless about my nose too. And I don't even have a baby yet. Right. Like I don't even have an out of the womb yet. And I'm already doing this. I'm like, how, my husband recently told me, he's like, Keisha, I think you're going to get more savage. I think you're going to get like, he's like, I think you have some savage in you. That's just going to come out. If people start like commenting about your parenting styles, like I might just turn into this savage energy and just get myself canceled. And I'm all for it. I love it though. And like, honestly, like you're so right. And it's just not feeling that pressure to feel like you have to do something. Cause like Last year, I wanted to go to your event. My son was born in January. And so I was still breastfeeding him. And to me, it was like, I so wanted to go. But I also was like, I can't leave him. And like, like now, maybe if I had another kid and like I was breastfeeding, I'd consider like pumping when I'm gone or that or that if it was like really something. But like, it's so hard because you do feel like, I can't leave them. They're not ready. Like I'm still literally breastfeeding. And it's like, what is the baby going to be out in the lobby? And like, maybe I like go in the middle of a kino and and go feed him and then come back. Like, it was so hard for me, but I feel like this year I am in like such a different like realm. I am in such a different space. And I feel like last year I would constantly have been thinking like, what is he doing? Like what's going on? How is my husband handling this? Like, what are they doing? And although those feelings are still very much going to be present, I'm so much more at peace with it. And I'm so much more like, this is my time. Like this is the time that I was supposed to go. So like, I'm so excited. And I really feel like I'm going to be able to like fully embrace being there and being present Versus like sometimes when you're trying to push that event or different thing and like you think like, oh, like like you're having like FOMO or something like when you're really trying to push for it and you're not in the present moment, it's like, it's just not your time and that's okay. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it's just- when you're not going to get it back either, which I think like a a prior version of me that wasn't currently pregnant would have thought, Oh, just like bring it. Like, it'll be fine. Whatever. Right. Because I I have no idea what that's like. Cause I've never gone through that experience, but it is also this, like, it's this whole idea of like opportunity costs that often we think about like the cost of doing something or whatever, or what are we going to miss out on? But it's like, there's, there's always a cost with something. So like, which price do you want to pay? Like, are you okay with leaving your one-year-old baby because you want to go dive into this conference, you know, it's going to have you come back as like a really excited mom and you're going to be so rejuvenated and it's going to be great for you or for you in that season of your life. Is it like me leaving is going to cause a lot of anxiety for me and I'm going to struggle with X, Y, Z. It's like, we have to be advocates for ourselves and we have to like, have to be self-aware enough to know like, what do I need right now? And because I don't know myself as a parent yet, it's like, I'm wanting to give myself that space to say like, maybe it is that I end up you know, like I have a huge wait list for women that want to launch podcasts in January and just full transparency. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to want to do that course in January. So I'm not going to 
have anyone enroll yet. I'm going to wait and see how I feel in December. And if I feel like, yeah, I want to do this in January, then I'll do it in January. And if not, I'm going to unapologetically push it out a month, but I'm not making a decision in August me for January me with a brand new baby. And it's like, we have to be willing to do that. And know that some people won't understand it. And some, and I don't even think I would like understood the logic that I have now prior to getting pregnant. Cause I would have been like, Keisha, you can do whatever. Just like, keep going. You have high energy, <laughs> just go get it. And I'm like, but I don't know if I'm going to feel that way. Maybe I will, but maybe I won't, you know? Yeah. There's just like so <laughs> much there. And it's, it's really awesome. Again, like that you're able to really see this stuff. Like, where do you, do you think it's just like, in building your own business and really your life experience, like what do you think is influencing you to be able to have this awareness now compared to like a lot of people that are not able to see that for themselves uh, going yeah. through it for the first time? I think part of it is like a gratitude for this stage of life too, because I always had being a present mom and then embodying, like being an example to tell our kids that you know, I've always had this conversation in my head. It actually was with a little girl, but we're pregnant with a boy. So here we are. Um, but I would always picture this like hypothetical conversation where I would tell our little girl, or in this case, our little boy that, you know, they can do anything that they want to do in this world. And I wanted them to be able to look at me as proof of that. And I've always felt like you don't have a vision like that on your heart, unless you're also gifted the resourcefulness to figure it out. Right. So like, I've always had a vision to do both be a present mom and also build a really big business. Not everybody has that dream. Everybody has different visions, but I think because it's always been a fuel source for me and I've intentionally, like I've been an entrepreneur since 2014. So I knew eventually that I would get to a stage where we would want to have kids and we knew we wanted to have kids. My husband and I had talked about it. Like if, for, if we couldn't get pregnant, would we try IVF? Would we do surrogate? Would we adopt? Like we were like, we want to be parents. Like we were both in agreement of that very early on. But for me, I think, I'm just so grateful because now I've like gifted this like opportunity for myself to be able to take time off, to be in a financial place, to be in the place of my marriage. My husband like loves his career that he's doing too. Like we have a lot of flexibility. So I'm just so grateful that I'm like, I don't want to accidentally skip over what I worked really hard to give myself by just like moving on to the next thing, just because I am an excited person who loves to move and has lots of ideas. Like, I just want to savor this stage because I have had it on my mind for like 10 years that eventually I would, I didn't know when or what it would look like, but I'm even being cautious to not like commit to things because I'm like, you wanted this space and like get to be an example of like how powerful that is for other entrepreneurs to see too, that maybe have that vision also like working really hard on a business to get yourself to the place where you can take, I could take six months off if I wanted to. Right. I mean, I could honestly take a year off if I wanted to, I'm not going to, but I could do that. And the fact that I have that choice is like such, like, it's such a blessing. And I also feel this big, like compelling feeling to want to show other people that that's possible for them too. If they work really hard and get themselves to that position, you know? Yeah. I mean, you have really been an inspiration to me and like my podcasting journey. And I honestly, I was trying to rack my head around, like, when did I first hear about her? And like, when did that journey start? Because I've been listening to your podcast for so long, you know, really interested in different podcasts and like wanting to like see how to expand my own. And it was just like nonstop, like good information, yeah. like oh. just like a good <laughs> pump up, really like 
um, putting me in like in a good headspace if like I was ever feeling like, you know, like maybe I can't do this or maybe this isn't what I'm meant to do. And like the ability that you have to like let somebody know, like if they have that vision on their heart, like it's meant to be chased. It's meant to be something that you're going for. Like that has truly kept me going. And like, I hope like other people are able to see that for themselves. And also yeah. I feel like I had always related with you um, in the aspect of like how you say like our days are numbered and like, you yeah. don't know like what's going to happen because like you have experienced loss and like, I yeah. have experienced loss. Like my mom died when I was really young. My stepmom died when I was like right out of college. And so yeah. like, I feel like me, especially with being a mom, having two moms that have passed, like that hits so much harder for oh me. And so imagine. like, like I get like, when you say like, we don't know when our last day is. Um, yeah. and I think like, again, like that's something that I've really related with you and feel like a lot of people are able to comprehend that whether they experience loss or not. I think that feeling of like, we really truly don't know. And so like, if you have that dream, go out and try to go for it. Like you never yeah. know what's going to happen. Hey mamas, I hope that you have enjoyed part one of this interview with Keisha and I am so excited to share part two with you later this week. So if you aren't already, subscribe to the podcast so that you catch it as soon as it comes out and that you can get the rest of this interview and the rest of this conversation and really soak up everything that she has. And don't forget that she has her Empower Her live event coming up. I have listed everything in the show notes for you to get information on that. So be sure to check it out and I will be there. So I hope to see you there if you come. See you later, mamas. Thank you, mamas, so much for listening. Remember, you are a rock star. I believe in you. Let's doula this. Let's crank it up a notch and let's kick it into high gear together. Hit that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Message me, email me, call me, beat me. You know how to reach me. We're doing this, mamas. I am so excited to catch you here next week. This is your one-stop go-to place for helping you find the resources you need to make the best choices for you and your family during pregnancy, birth, and most importantly, postpartum. See you later, mamas.